Welcome back to the Ace of Shade. Uncut conversations about life, love, and all that shit in between. This is your host, Shantis. I'm Keisha. And I'm Ashley. Welcome back. Hello. Hi, guys. Another episode. Thanks for tuning in. Um, So, I kind of want to do a post check on the girls. You know, see how shit been, what's been going on, what's been happening. So, Keisha, let us know what's up. <laughs> um... Well, I'm doing great. I am. I probably don't sound like me. <laughs> At least you know. I'm doing great. <laughs> I am doing really good. Um, I am the happiest I have been ever. Okay, ever? What? Ever? I decided that the other day. I was like, "Bitch, you ain't been this happy in a long, like forever." What? Look at her. She's ever. like, "Oh my god, this is news." <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, like ever. I mean, it's not bad news, but goddamn, like. <laughs> Like, yeah, ever, ever. Like, that's yeah, ever. Right? <laughs> like, ever. Um, like, from, like, November 2020 to about... Y'all, I seen Keisha yesterday, and she didn't tell me this good news. <laughs> April <laughs> this year, I was, like, depressed. I was depressed. I was in this funky mood. And I thought it the other day, and I was like, Keisha, you're really in a good place. Like, you're in a really good place. And I was like, hmm. Actually, I'm going to say you haven't been this happy your entire life. Like, It's just this that level of like peace and comfort. So when I told you guys I was hibernating and taking time for self and I didn't really want to because I didn't want to be amongst the people. I wanted to be outside. I realized that I had to do that for my own spiritual growth, which I'm still growing. But it made me understand the power in isolation and elevation. And okay. I feel really good. So I'm gonna bask in the moment that I feel the greatest I've felt in my whole entire life. Yeah. All right. Okay, I feel like we kinda on the same wavelength. Um I've been very pleased with things that been going on in my life. I mean, of course they're not probably going like I pictured them, but in the end it always turns out in my favor. Right. So it's kinda like, oh, I ain't see it like that, but I still win in the end. So I feel that way too. Like Yeah. Like I ain't saying I ain't got no problem. Right. But it's like I'm cool. Uh, like, right. <laughs> like in April and I told you this zip part yesterday. I was just like when I was over there playing about detachment, girl, that was the best thing I could have ever did. Like I be detaching was playing at first. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> <laughs> But I said, you know what? Two one days it take to make a habit, and it's a habit. I detached the fuck away from so much stuff. It's like a level of peace, and I started thinking. I'm like, if it causes me to overthink past a certain extension, I'm like, Keisha, this shit ain't got nothing to do with you, bitch. Detach, and I'm that's just funny like, because a I, level of yeah. peace, a level of peace that comes over you. I so. have taken that same approach to work. And my coworker <laughs> has called me, and she was like, "Do you see this shit?" And I'm like, "Girl, you just gotta not care. Yeah. Like, you just gotta. If it don't have nothing to do with you personally, or you can't even change it. Like, it's yeah, something like, I be like, I can't do shit about that. Right, right. And we just be steady. We be talking to yeah. each other, girl. And they don't do. I said, listen." We can't get involved in this. <laughs> we cannot. All we can do is stay in our lane because you know when you work mm-hmm. for a company, if the customers aren't complaining and if it ain't affecting their pockets, they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So I said, let shit go, blow up in flames, mm-hmm. okay? And we just here doing our little job, same thing mm-hmm. that we do. It's fine, girl. You're right. Oh, no. To just mm-hmm. not care. Detach. Detach. When you mind your business, 
That is the best business you could ever do. It's like, bitch, what? Okay, you said that's how I don't even mind my own business. I just <laughs> detach from my business. Not the yeah, You know, I really when you get in that mindset of it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you get okay with that, because you like, realize that life bruh. keeps going, like bad or good, it just keeps going. So I'm at this point, I'm like, it's gonna do whatever the fuck it's gonna do, and. I'm just not gonna spend my time worried about it or being upset about no. it. Mm-mm. So or trying to change it if I can't change it. If I can do my part, I'll do my part. But if I can't, or whatever. And that's the best feeling in the world. It's just we are. Don't mm. apply. Let it fly. What? Y'all come through. <laughs> you had to isolate the elevator. We don't apply. Let that shit fly. fly. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. So we doing pretty good. I just feel good. like the, the harmony. Like, so happy from this news. <laughs> You know, this is it, it's got to keep going. She happy, Beautiful. I'm happy. What's going on with you? You happy, Sheridan? I'm better. Okay, hey. I'm happy. Yeah, a lot better actually. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, I have been using Keisha's detaching in this well. Oh, that shit worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it worked. It been getting on my nerves, and I just detach. Mm-hmm. I detach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-mm, not today, Satan. <laughs> Get behind these because we yeah. are not doing this today. Right. <laughs> This action, I started doing whatever I want to do. Like, even um, this past Friday, I was watching something. I said, oh, no, no, no. They started early. I said, no, no, no. It's Friday before the holiday. Mm. Detach. And I, I turned on YouTube. Yep. And I seen a, um, something. And then we, I was on FaceTime with um, my two friends that we, you know, we work together with. And I was on FaceTime. She was like, why are you over there smiling? I'm like... Because I love seeing your videos and this makes me happy. She said, you know what? I love that about you. You just block out everything. You do what li- you like to do. You always going to have a good time. And you just going to be you. And yes. you, I said, yep. yep. Yes. Like, you got to detach and do People be like, why are you smiling for the bullshit? Because you don't apply to me. It don't apply to me. Detach. The worst. Detach. I'm trying to teach everybody me to smile. detach. <laughs> I'm happy watching this. Right. Um, so, yes. <laughs> so, Yeah. Um, also, in addition to that, um, I am in a relationship. Yay! <laughs> Remember the guy I said? Yes, that she was. Great. I'm going to enjoy the company while I have it. Keisha? <laughs> we don't need to do that. Um, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> I tried to have a better outlook after our conversation. Good, I'm glad. Um, and now... Here she is. I'm in a relationship. relationship. So y'all official. We are official. It is official. Yeah. I actually found out we were in love before we were official. Excuse me? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's 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 let's, let's, come on. Let's okay. So this is let's let's hear about this. Okay, this is how it happened. Um, long story short, um, I decided to send him She wrote that Taurus Magic out. Go ahead. Edible arrangement one day at work. I was like, you know, working hard you know make sure i'm good you know let me send him something to make him smile at work wrote a nice little message on there he got it he called me like did you send me along like yes and he was like oh my god he just didn't know what to say he's just like i'm a, I'm, I'm so embarrassed i'm so i could tell he was <laughs> smiling though but he works around a lot of guys so i'm like okay and so he was like i'll call you back he called me back and he was like man Ain't nobody ever did anything like this for me. He was like, man, I just didn't even know what to say. I said, I know. That's hard for you, huh? Because you always have something to say. He talks like. So, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I just did Man, I'm just, oh, man, you don't even know. So, then he kind of was like, uh, I don't want this to be weird, but um, when I be hanging up, sometimes I be wanting to tell you I love you and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's mutual. And then we kind of just let that conversation die. 
And then later he was like, um, all right, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Shantz to Nicole Crawford, I love you. Aww. And I said, I love you too. And then, so we never had the official conversation that we were together. But since then, <laughs> he's telling everybody I'm his girl. <laughs> and we had a conversation like, well, you, um, we were talking about like somebody walking around with leggings, um, that you can see through. Cause I was like, oh yeah, she, I said, oh, I can see straight through her leggings. I was like, I guess she ain't got no panties on cause I'm wearing no panties of mine. And he said, oh, okay. He said, well, that's the kind of stuff you wear when you're single. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, you wear, you wear, know. exactly. I said, "Oh, so you okay. don't wear that." So you should. Oh, okay, 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 mm-hmm. okay. So I am really okay. So yeah, <laughs> it happened at the same time, and I didn't know. You know, guys. I guess they don't announce everything. Like, hey, we're gonna have a conversation. We're gonna sit down and talk about this. But here we are. Here we are. That's exciting. Exclusive. Yeah, it is exciting. I'm happy for I'm you. I'm happy. Look at this. All this happiness. Look, mm. just joyful, joyful. Love me, adore thee. Okay. Sister Act, no? Yeah, I like you Sister Act. <laughs> she don't never. Like, she don't never like when we singing happy. Yeah, like, she be killing it. Like, I'm sorry. Don't let me kill you guys. But you did, but that's okay. We're going to detach. Start over, okay. Kim. <laughs> so start over. Are you going to join us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to join this time. You think this is a joke? She does. Next time I'm ready. No, it's going to be the same <laughs> shit. Y'all, Keisha love playing with our emotions. And I don't have time for it. <laughs> Always. Always. Mm-mm. I am so excited. You know what I did want to say? I mean, this is probably not really a topic, but anyway. <laughs> um, I've been listening to a lot of men lately. Uh, well, I've really been listening. But anyway, it's just like. Women, what are we doing out here? Like, I think that we be saying that we love these men and we just don't because, like, if you listen to men and they be like, oh, I've never had a girl, you know, do something I really, really like or, you know, I've been dating people for an extended period of time and she never did anything. And I'm like, who the fuck are y'all dating that's not doing anything? Like, men not doing something for a woman, okay. Because women think that it's a one-sided thing. No, but it's like a lot of women. It's a lot. Well, I know a lot Keisha, of women. You and I, we're we're okay. not like that. I feel like it's in a I woman's nature. Because I guess a lot of men they think they're the prize. They're supposed to be courted. They're supposed everything's supposed to be for them. Them, 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 them. Subconsciously, like, I kind of felt that way by not doing things. So one time mm-hmm. I went to the to the gas station, and Twan he always gets. The left twist, because he said the right twist ain't shit. Oh, that's they used to have a commercial about that. Right. Oh, I'm like, where did you get that from? Yeah, they used to have a commercial about getting the left twist. So I went to the store and I picked him up a left twist. And you would have thought I said his ass an edible arrangement. Are you for real? Yeah. He was just like, damn. He was like, that really just made my fucking day. And I was like, oh, he was like, because you. Thought about me, mm-hmm. like yeah. I was like, oh, I just, okay. find, I mean, okay, like she just said, I, I guess I was under the assumption that it's in every woman's mm-hmm. nature mm-hmm. to do this thing. Say the same things all the time. They say I hear it all the time. Like I listen to you to hear the shit you don't say, like random ass shit. Like you be like, oh, I like blueberries, and then you go on about other big shit. You like, oh, I want these Jordans, cause I'm gonna go get the blueberries. You might get the Jordans, but I'm gonna get the blueberries <laughs> and the Jordans. So I'm just. I'm I like to give, I like to, and that's probably, okay, so I've had an issue with dealing with this because it has been deemed that giving is a masculine trait, and I've had to, like, 
work with that because I am like a genuine giver. Like I love giving to my partner. Like why don't mm-hmm. you just give different things? I like that too though. What do you mean? Like I don't know, like I don't know, like so what do you know? No, what do you usually give? Everything. No, I bitch, I give everything. My soul, my life. I do it up. On the platter. There you go. Here I am. No, no, no. I mean, outside of everything. Okay, it doesn't matter. Like it could be okay. So, like the last gift I gave, um, a person I was talking to kept looking on Amazon for like the little putt push. You know, you got the like little golf putt put indoors, and like kept looking at it, kept looking at it, mentioned it a couple times, and I was like, okay, whatever. And so I was like, I feel like being nice today. Looked up his address, had it in my phone for one day. Had to go way back through the messages to get the address. <laughs> Got the address, sent the uh, sent it to him through Amazon with a nice little note. Hey, I just want to let you know that I appreciate you. This putt putt thing cost me like forty dollars, whatever. Um, showed up to the house. It was like, dang. He was like, what I owe you for? I'm like, you don't owe me anything. I just want to let you know I appreciate you. He was like, oh, I see how that could be. So, so it's right. just kind of like, and mm-hmm. so now walk around the house playing putt putt all day because like he enjoys the gift, but it's just kind of like I'm supposed to do that for you. I don't necessarily want to say you can do those things. No, but for most me. men think I'm supposed to be the giver because, but may I'm not telling you Same not to be the giver. How to receive? Yeah, yeah. and I, I'm don't get me wrong. I'm a woman who definitely knows how to receive. You can give all the gifts you want. I'm in a receiving mode too. It's just I like giving gifts, and I don't know how to like turn it off. Turn it, and it's not just to my man. It's to mm-hmm. anybody. Like if one of y'all say some random shit, and I'm out and I see it, I'm gonna get it, and I'm like, oh, I got you this. So. It's just, I'm like, I like to give gifts. I get enjoyment giving gifts. And I'm just like, I just, probably a masculine part of my trade that I'm just gonna have to keep because I don't think I can. Or maybe give a little less. Of what? I don't know. Like a piece of candy. Like, I don't mind. No, I'd be like, don't do it as much as you do. Oh, I don't do it as much as I used to be. Learned. Yeah, because I realized that it, it, yeah, yeah, it turned into, you know, me constantly giving to you and you never reciprocate. Yeah, you're not reciprocating. And that's the thing because it could be very dangerous because I'm like, I shouldn't have to cut off a part of who I am. Me giving gifts is a part of who I am, Mm -hmm. which is why I say I battle with masculine and feminine because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I enjoy giving you enjoyment. And it don't have to be nothing expensive. It could be just minute shit. Like, a left twist. Yeah, like I bought this same person a little pill organizer. Shit was two dollars on Amazon. He was so freaking happy because he's like, I just don't even know what pill to take anymore. I was like, we're getting to that age. You don't know what this way. Okay, so that's my thing. Like two dollar pill, and that's why I say it doesn't matter what the gift is. It's just you know that's it was true, something was you it. didn't have to get. Somebody mm-hmm. thought about you enough. Like mm-hmm. if I got random gifts sent to my house with random shit, I said. I'm marrying you. If you want to get married, that happens to me. Torn listen to what I say. Torn listen to what I say, and I'll get a package, and I'll be like, "That's what made me realize, bitch, you got to do better. Like, even if it's something simple, like, mm-hmm. like, so I tried my, I'm cheap, right? So I tried my best. This was Father's Day. He talked about this cologne. Oh, I like this cologne. It was in Ulta. Cologne is very expensive. Girl, what the fuck? It is very. Expensive. It was like two hundred. Yeah. Very expensive. So yeah. I had my friend. She lived on that side. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Girl, can you pick it up?" She was like, "Cool, girl, I got you." And like, and so we didn't expect. I was like, "Oh, he ain't gonna." He was talking about this shit, and I was about to get it. And he about to see it and be happy. What do you think your husband's love language is? That's a good question. 
I, I don't know if I can explain it, but I know it. Like, I can't, like, verbalize it. Okay. So, like, can you ask me, like, some questions to come up to it? Actually, she doesn't have a worksheet. I'm you just saying. Just... <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, what makes him really excited? Oh, I guess see? That oh, there we go. Okay, there we go. To be thought about. In what way? Anyway. Like, just to show that you that he so if you come home give him a massage like hey, yes. I know you was talking about about your back hurt yeah just anything yeah just just the thought of somebody else taking the time to think about him no matter how long or um, what it is just mm-hmm. a simple thought of him that I took because I'm so self absorbed if I just took a few moments to do something to not think about myself and speak like he so his love language is acts of service. Mm-hmm. That, to do that's something. fair yeah yeah do okay. or say or yeah yeah okay to that's, just be thought of yeah that's good that's and that's thing. not hard to do like that's not something like oh damn how the fuck i'm supposed to do <laughs> like i can do that it's like bitch you can stop for a moment and mm-hmm. think about somebody other than yourself so other than yourself and your kids yes okay. but yeah so that's easy <laughs> like i could do that but okay they struggling sometimes <laughs> That's Keisha, awesome. why are you like, Keisha, like okay. Uh, no, that's honest. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm be struggling. Because it's like, you know, we have a hard time as human beings. Like, you have your life and what's going on with you mm-hmm. over here. And they got what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. And then you come together and it's like, can you do this? Do you not know what I had going on? It's like, we don't really, you have to take a moment and put your put you, yourself in other people's shoes. And be like, okay, damn, they do do this. Damn, I don't think we do enough of that. Because it's like, mm-hmm. he works. And it's physical stress. Mm-hmm. I work and I'm mentally tired. Mm-hmm. So for him, he's like, man, I've been on my fucking feet all day. You've been sitting in that chair for eight hours. Wait they a don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a yeah. minute. You know? hard level <laughs> get that your mind. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh and then God. I got a three-year-old yeah. that's walking around talking about Uppy. And I'm like, I'm on a call. I don't care. Uppy now. <laughs> <laughs> They crying in the back. Oh, is that your little one in the back? I hate when they acknowledge it. When they acknowledge it, you say, like, I didn't say bro. shit about your motherfucking dog. Wow. <laughs> really? Your- it escalated like that. Yes, I'd be so. He's like, don't acknowledge my background. Like, you know, like, that's not what it I'm doing. It ain't really here. Be going on. And yeah, yeah, but you oh, know, it's COVID. So, yeah. They, but yeah, so. Yeah. Now, he don't really get it. I'm like, I had to say, listen. I know yours is physical. Yeah, you be on your feet. It's not magnetic? Yeah. Let me put it back up there. Okay, we back. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My eyelashes falling off. This is not right. Ashley, it's not magnetic. It's not right? magnetic. Don't you love it? Don't you love your magnetic lashes? I thought they were the best thing ever. <laughs> Just so y'all know. <laughs> Y'all gonna get y'all some magnetic. Straight all day. Look, look, let just me so readjust. Know. You know what? Magnetic when you I got magnetic, no you can just readjust. Okay, we back. But yours not magnetic, right? Yeah, they're magnetic. They are magnetic. They but are they're magnetic. falling off, so they don't work. Oh, Ashley. Oh, you're not going to do them like You're not going to do that because these magnetic okay. over here. Oh, she She probably just ain't putting those lines. I probably on. did. I think I put too far. Okay. Okay, we back. Okay, we back. Anyway, so yeah, that's just that we don't understand each other's uh, days or whatever. But it's, it's really the same. One's just physical, one's, you know. Emotional, mentally draining, but it's cool. I think we're doing a better job of that. You know, okay, this is gonna be real short. But he said something to me, um, because we just moved and it was a horrible move because we didn't plan. So <laughs> it just <laughs> it just really put us in a space. And he said something to me like, like I think we were kind of like slick beefing before, 
Um, I don't even know about where, but we have periods to be. And he said to me, he said, do you know we are our best? <laughs> when we have adversity, when we're in adversity, <laughs> when we face adversity, we are our best. And I was like, yeah, because we come together on one accord. And I was like, because you got, there, to, you got a bigger right, picture. Right. Like there is no <laughs> way that you could be on one page and not supposed to be on the other. Like we right. could not fucking make it. It's just like, mm-hmm. we just boil down and really just stick together. And he was like, that's why we probably make it. I said, because we're always in adversity. Like, is this what you want? Wow. <laughs> is it <laughs> Function. Right. Like that's but that's honestly when we are our best. And I said because we realize at the end of the day it's just me and you. Mm-hmm. Like it's just me. Like we in this shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's so it. I'm just like, but I ain't we trying to be it. in adversity look. We all we got. And that's really the mentality because moving like every friend notice. Like your help is nice. But I'm not going to ask you because when it's your turn to move, I'm not going to buy it. Now, if you ask mm-hmm. me, that's different. But I'm damn sure not going to volunteer to help you because that shit is Nobody not, likes moving. Right. And we get that. No so we're not about to be like, hey, can you help me? No yeah, no, yeah, we're just going to tuck that shit out unless we just absolutely cannot do it or someone like just volunteers. But even if you volunteer, like, and he had this one friend that was like, oh, okay, y'all moving. Oh, all right. It's like the nigga wanted him to ask him to help. No, he didn't want him to ask. So why do you keep saying shit about say it? No, why wouldn't he just... I don't know. Just like, bro. Because it ain't the fact that I want you to ask me. No, because it's like... like yeah, no, because he knows we're not going to ask. So it's like, damn, I hope he don't ask me. But why the fuck do you keep talking about it? Because we're not going to ask you. Right. Like, because, like I said, when it's your turn, I damn sure don't want to help you. No, because when he going to say it's well, y'all never told me y'all never Exactly. Help. We're not going to. Because we, we've had this conversation as friends. Like, nigga, mm-hmm. if you need me, I'm going to be there. But I'm not going to fucking volunteer. Like, that's just real. Like, we just got to understand it amongst each other. Like, it's cool. The best amount of money that you could ever spend on a move is to hire movers. Just do it. And I'm hiring a cleaning service. You t- I am very grateful to have a stepfather who gets it done. <laughs> and I appreciate him so much. Y'all understand? He just came right on in my mother's life <laughs> <laughs> and made all of us happy because every time something on my car, every time, and he's a man's man, he's good with his hands, handyman. So he does everything, landscape, oh. anything, anything you need around the house. Every time something's wrong, this outlet, oh, hold on, I'll I be there when I get off work. Oh, oh. something going on, I'll be there. All right, I'll be there. Bring it over. I need my brace done. Bring it on over. Just anything. When we move, that's what I'm most grateful for because I he doesn't understand. <laughs> and it's like nothing to him. He's like, all right, he'll call like some of his friends or, if um you know, he'll call like a cousin, whoever. He can call them, help him, like one or two people. And I ain't got to do nothing but carry my little, little stuff in and, got it like what day we moving he either use his truck and then you haul just his truck transport back and forth or just whatever like but he's gonna get it done and i'm so grateful <laughs> so great every time every time i move i ain't got it oh that movie is oh, it's amazing it'll take something about you baby you'll be like <laughs> your soul <laughs> right and that's why i have decided to get a cleaning lady um people be like getting a clean uh, and a nanny um, a cleaner lady. People think those are for rich people, like mm-hmm. to clean the place to come in and out of. Like because I, I just got so much going on, and I pay I don't for wanna, convenience. Yeah, I don't want to mm-hmm. neglect 
those areas. It's just like, and the nanny's not to take care of my kids. It's just to be there because I work so much. Yeah. You know, so if I, and I don't want to leave them at the house by themselves, and I don't want to make sure they get to bed on time and they fucking eat. But, mm-hmm. And I think that's why DeMar don't want to come home because I have put that responsibility on him. Yeah. So li- live your best life, baby. Don't worry. Mama's going to take care of that. But the cleaning lady is not going to clean their room and their bathroom. Mm-hmm. You still got to do that shit. Mm-hmm. But everything else. Responsibility. She going to get. I'm like, wait a minute. This ain't the type of life you live in. Because I didn't get to live that life. You exactly. still got to. Yeah, still got to learn. But mm-hmm. give me a mother clean lady. She going to come every week. Do you hear me? Listen. Mm. I'm just going to. Okay, fit it into my bills. I do everything else mm-hmm. I want. I have to just budget. I think at this point, whatever creates peace of mind for you. Amen. Is you have to do. Mm-hmm. Yes, like I don't care how much it is. If I'm going to be at peace, pay for it. I'm like, how much you charge to help me pay move? For gotcha. Pay for it. No, yeah, pay, like pay, pay for I, that. That is where I'm at, and it's so funny because I'm a little tight with the coins, but I have eased up off of them because my peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real. Well, why actually reflects on her peace of mind. Let me reflect. Oh, so I can tell oh, that's happening. Okay, y'all, so I have a couple of questions. Oh, questions. You like questions. Um, and I want to see how you guys feel about it. Okay. Okay. So, um, the first one is, how do you feel? I guess it's like a loaded question. Okay. I think it's even more than two parts. So, okay. So, how do you feel... A, about dating outside of your race, people dating outside of your race, right? Not even just you, just people in general. Um, B, um, how, if you, okay, so if someone doesn't accept that or whatever, how do you think, should it affect how you feel about that person? So say I'm in a, relate, you know, in relationship maybe, it's not likely, but okay. <laughs> so I'm in a relationship with a white man and my family disapproves. Do you think I should take their thoughts into consideration? If it's my mom, you know, who I love, or should I just, you know, easy question. Yeah. <laughs> or just anything, dating anybody outside of race. Like, how do y'all feel about that? I'm for it. I would date, if I were not married, I would date outside my race. And I oh, would actually would. Yeah, I would. Okay. I would date outside my race. I would not care what my family thought. Those are their feelings. It does not have any bearings on my relationship. If they feel so strongly that they don't want us to come around, then we won't be around. I used to love family and, and want family, everything. Fuck family. Damn. Okay. okay. So fool. Uh, fake. Right. Fuck the family. Fuck the family. Fuck the family. Fuck the family. Fuck Fuck my husband. Fuck my husband. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not gonna need y'all to bring it back to that. Cause you know these young kids, I know what y'all talking about. Y'all better go watch Soul Food, the movie, not the series. Helen <laughs> <laughs> A. Go ahead. Yeah, no, but for real, because like, there, for, if you really think about it, do you see your family every single day? Do you talk to them every single day? Do they pay your bills? What they eat don't make you shit, right? So they two cents ain't paying nothing over here. Bye. Okay. No, I care nothing about it. Take none of that into consideration. Okay. Well, damn. Okay. Um, 
My my answer is a little more complicated. <laughs> Figured. Uh, I'm gonna release some biases. <laughs> okay. Figured. Because um, I have. You guys can drop your comments below. I'm very well open to them. <laughs> I have done my self reflection, and it probably is not gonna change anything that I'm feeling. But by all means, go ahead. Um. <laughs> As a black woman, mm-hmm. I would love mm-hmm. to be in a relationship with a black man. Mm-hmm. That's because that's what I want. I am also to the age where I am open to realizing that my husband may not be in a black man. So I am open to dating outside of my race. I do not personally give a shit what my family says about whom I'm dating because this is what I'm choosing to do. Um... Now, when it comes to black men dating particularly white White women, women, Mm -hmm. I do have a bias about that. I am not going to lie. And the reason why, for those who want to know, (laughs) is that I don't feel like it is always, I didn't say never, but always based on love. I do believe that white women have been conditioned to date a certain type of black man usually a baller an athlete athlete, a doctor (laughs) someone with financial stability and security there's nothing wrong with that all women should date for financial stability i do believe in hypergamy which means you know marry up however (laughs) i feel like there are a lot of black women who understand black men Mm -hmm. And their life, their upbringing, the struggles with their mother and father, and they truly do love black men, and they get ignored because they're not always accepted. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. whether some black men want to admit this or not, they have a hatred towards some black women, whether it be Mm -hmm. their mother or whomever. Mm -hmm. Um, I also feel that white is right, and it's a certain level of success that comes with dating a white woman. Mm-hmm. I, I'm only particularly speaking on these two races. There are multiple races that you can date out of. They don't bother me as much. <laughs> but this one does. Um, just because of the history of white women lying about black men, sleeping with black men, mm-hmm. lying about that mm-hmm. to their husbands Same and getting right. black men castrated and lynched in the courtyard will forever be resonant for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the reason why I have a bias about black women and black men is that it takes a lot for a black woman to date outside her race. She doesn't particularly want to. Mm-hmm. It comes a time and an age where she's like, well, shit, <laughs> maybe my husband ain't a black man. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should open my plethora of options mm-hmm. here. And that is usually when she finds someone of another race. That's not because she wanted to. She probably stayed strong to this fight <laughs> for a very long time. <laughs> okay. But if you ask the majority of black women, they're going to tell you, I want to marry a black man. Mm-hmm. I personally have never met a woman say right off the bat, I want to marry anybody. It's just, I would prefer to marry a black man. And then she realized that that may not be her life. Mm-hmm. And so I do believe we should be open. Like I said, if you love who you love, no matter what the race is, that's fine. But sometimes people love, and we need to be real with ourselves, it's not based on love. It's always based on Financial security. Wait, did you say the eyelash show? Oh, we're not going to talk about that. We're talking about real status. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to do that. First of all, I should be a penny. Because you really are. The I did not. I she did. You see it right here on no, the table. No, I did not. I was like. You knew. You, you knew oh, I knew what I asked. Yeah. So, yes. Well, sometimes you should. 
you should ask things in your head. Sorry, go ahead. I can't even go back to what I was talking about. More shade to this eyelash. Right. Sis. Oh, but yeah. So that okay. is that is my business. Um, like college athletes who come out with white girlfriends right out the gate. That don't sit well with I me. think it's important no. that you share why. Like when you said, you know, that the, them being lynched will forever resonate with you. Always. That really gives. Oh. Always. Mm-hmm. It just really gives it like a little bit more validity of why you feel that way. Not mm-hmm. just like, I there are numerous stories. Even Tiger Woods and his wife. Like he cheated. He don't even think he black. He, it doesn't matter. It don't matter what he thinks. Thinks. Exactly. It doesn't matter what, what, what the world has deemed him to be. Okay? What they say right. that uh, 1% drop, mm-hmm. oh, that's all it mm-hmm. took. So whether Tiger thinks he's black or not, it's completely up to Tiger. OJ didn't think he was black either. But here we are. So what I was saying was, <laughs> okay, is that. Like, Tiger goes and cheats on his wife. Of course, she knew that was coming because this is what, you know, people in that industry do. They're open to a majority of women. And then she gets one of the highest paid settlements and divorces, $146 million. She gets the house, tear down the house, and shit got termites, rebuilds the fucking house. And it was like, he's okay. Like, it was like, no problem. I'll give her my money. This bitch was a nanny. Like, like... <laughs> I'm not trying to downgrade her career because career does not matter. But at the end of the day, she was a nanny. She was a nanny. <laughs> like it was just the one he cheated with or the one he the married. The one he married. Mm-hmm. So it was like, of course, no, there's nothing wrong with you marrying for a financial gain. I say that all the time. Stability is a financial stability is important. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. it's just like if a black woman is dating a black man and they divorce, it's like, oh, that bitch shouldn't get nothing. <laughs> she went in the gym shooting with him. What? <laughs> like, sir, y'all giving white women 146 million and the black woman don't deserve nothing. Just nothing. like you just don't like black women keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Like, for Say real. what it is. So, I mean, you know, you like I said, everybody is entitled. I'm aware of my biases. Amen. I actually have the exact same sense <laughs> I can't even say anything extra. Like, that's exactly how I feel. Um, I feel like you should date who you want. <laughs> I feel like every, everything that Keisha said. I've never seen my life with a white man. However, if I felt I was in the old age, like, all right, bro, let me just open this up. Let me just open the day pool up, you know, let me give him a chance. I feel like I feel that way when black men date white women. Um, I do. Um, and then also another thing is, first of all, it's way more of us than it is them. Right, mm-hmm. so we want to find a good black man that's not already taken and all that. So we already have a slim dating pool, and then <laughs> the good you want to date a white woman, and now we have even less. To, yeah, it's just so many things. That men are very open about dating outside of their race, yes, and I would are. never knock them for that. It's just when you date that particular race. Because of the history that was That's involved funny in it. Because mm-hmm. the Indian people, Native Americans, people from India weren't hanging us. Exactly. They weren't castrating us. Mm-hmm. We don't still got beef with Indian people, mm-hmm. Pakistanian people, Afghanistan people. We don't have beef with them. Now they may not like us because what the media showed them, but they weren't lynching us, exactly. hanging they us. They weren't doing that. And uh, yeah. knowing their wife got broke off by a black dude and lynching his ass in the courtyard. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't get past it. I'm, I just can't. I, I don't know how black men are getting past it, but whatever. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's like I have some biases when it comes to certain things about people and race. 
But when it comes to dating, like, I mean, dating a white man would not be my first choice. <laughs> but it wouldn't, like, I would probably like Latino, you know what I'm saying? That kind of race or whatever. But, I mean, it's weird. Like, I, I'm not opposed to it. I don't have those same sentiments when it comes to dating a white guy. But when it comes to, like, other cultural shit, like, I'd be like, I have a little bias against white people. It's one cause me racist all the time. The oppressed can never be racist. Say it. Sorry. <laughs> Pause. Really? Okay. No. no. Like, <laughs> you can't go through years of racism, years of segregation, years of being... Anytime black people try to build their own communities, like, you know, people say we should. Y'all should get your own. And we've we had, had Tulsa, we've had multiple places where we exactly. built our own communities and white people have come mm-hmm. in and burnt them bitches down, mm-hmm. destroyed it, and killed our people. Every mm-hmm. single time. Anytime we make a leeway in anything, oh, it was black people couldn't go to school. Mm-hmm. And then we get the opportunity to go get education. And so what you do is make it unaffordable and pull out student loans on our ass. White people aren't taking out student loans mm-hmm. like black people are. Their family can afford that shit for why I don't understand. Probably because they got long slavery money but that's for another day. And then black people graduate from college in $100,000 worth of debt for a BS, literally bullshit degree and can't buy homes Why white people are buying their children homes. We're oppressed. We can never be racist because the world has been strategically set up to keep black people down. So we can't be racist. We never can. Sorry. We can be biased. There's a difference. What's the difference? Race, racism is me telling you I hate all white people. Mm-hmm. Bias is telling me I have a certain preference of why I feel the way that I feel about black men dating white women. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't say I hate all white yeah. women. I think they date strategically smart as fuck. I'm mm-hmm. never going to tell a white woman she was wrong for dating a man with money. That would be stupid on my part. Mm-hmm. I would never tell you that. Me saying I hate white women would be racist. I'm not racist. I'm biased. I don't give a shit about black, white women when they date white men. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's the difference. So bias is that you okay, that's good. We're educating the people. You you making some good points now. Right. You better you you better pie today. I told you been pie today. <laughs> that's why I said y'all can drop y'all comments underneath that. It ain't gonna change my you point of view. There are I'm some like, biases I'm aware of that I have that I'm like, you know what, Keisha, check yourself and work on that shit. But there are some that it doesn't matter what the fuck you tell me. I ain't never gonna change my mind on that, and this is one of them. She's standing on it. She's gonna die on that hill, y'all. I do. Standing tall on that bitch every day. I know too many good black women outside of degrees, your accomplishment, but generally good black women Mm -hmm. that could be chosen Mm -hmm. and are not, and then. A black man will get with a white woman and get fucked over. And those same black women that you didn't want will fight on your behalf. Like we did for Kobe when he was. That's a, yeah, we all y'all sensitive about Kobe. So we ain't going to go there. But, so, but wait, <laughs> so he cheated on his wife and then the, li- the, the lady lied that it was rape? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. But she I was think. a white lady. Mm-hmm. And my thing is who came to the protection of, who comes to the protection of black men continuously after getting bullshitted on by black men? And I would love to say that this is not a, a normal topic, but it is black women forever on the front lines of black men getting killed by police officers, black men getting lynched by white women, black men getting torn up out of the world by white people. And we get shitted on by our own men continuously. And it may not be a personal effect. The men in my life are great to me. 
But it's an yeah. overall collective senses that I see mm-hmm. over and over again. And I am so passionate about this. That's why I say it will never matter what you put underneath a comment <laughs> because I will never be racist. I will always be biased <laughs> about this particular situation and until you can prove to me otherwise, <laughs> which you can't because history is history. Okay. Here we are. I'm sorry. Do y'all know this is kind of off the subject. I mean, it's fine. Um, did y'all know they stopped talking about Chris, they stopped teaching about Christopher Columbus? They should have because it was a lie. I know, but like, damn. It was a lie. Because, because but you did you history, also history. know that they stopped teaching about black history yeah. too? Yeah. It's okay. What we'll educate The little we'll black history. Yeah, they stopped, talk, no, they stopped talking about the Ku Klux Klan. Because mm-hmm. they didn't want it to be seen wrong. Anyways, let's go on with these. I'm sorry. Next question. <laughs> that took on life. That was that was good though. <laughs> that was good. That's your history lesson. Bam. Right. I was good with that. All right. So the last question. This should be short. Simple answer, I guess. Okay. So how do you feel about someone being? Um, this is a situation I heard. Um, I'll tell you the situation. Okay. So a guy and a girl they created a baby, right? And they were like 15 at the time. Guy dips, like, nah, I don't want this baby. She want to keep the baby. Guy dips, right? And then he want, he like, nah, I don't want this baby or whatever. So when he dips and say he don't want the baby, she dates. Then his best friend, I don't know if it's to get back at him or whatever, but they end up together and married, right? But the guy that dipped, he, now he felt the way. So he said, oh, y'all can have that. He don't want to be a part of nothing. Forget the baby and everything. Because it was like he was going to take care of the baby or whatever. Um, he goes on to have three other kids in their lives, amazing father, everything. But he was um writing in to the show to see um how should he contact the girl is sixteen now, the child he had. Um, should he contact her? Um, is he a horrible person for doing this? Um Basically that. And he just said, this is why I did it. And that's it. So how do you feel about someone being an amazing father to all their kids, but except that one, whatever happened in that one relationship or whatever kid, but they're amazing. They do everything for the other kids. How do you feel? Do you still think that makes them a good father? Um, And then also... Do you think they should get the chance to know them? Like, do you think he should be able to come back in her life and get the chance to know her? Um, being that, and, and she doesn't even know that she has another father. She thinks that man is her father, the best friend. Um, and if they do come back, would they forever be considered? A, this is a loaded question as well. Would they ever be considered a good father? Like, would they forever be considered deadbeat? Or can they like turn things around? You like okay, well you came, you know she's sixteen, you came back and finally did what's right. Okay, I think we're gonna have different, Go ahead. <laughs> different answers. Y'all faces say a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I will go first. Okay. Okay. So um, that yeah, was loaded. I yeah, I'm like, yeah, I thought this. it was gonna be simple. I kept going like, uh, maybe not. But. Okay, so okay. let me just address the background of the story. Okay. Um, he can't. The father can't be like, well, fuck you. I ain't going to take care of the baby because y'all got together. First of all, you left. Like, what the fuck you want me to do? Mm-hmm. So that's one piece. The second mm-hmm. piece is, like, it doesn't matter that she dated your... That you're young. Same thing with him leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, you're young, whatever. Okay. If you want to get back in her life, that's cool. I don't think there is a problem 
with him coming back into her life. Um, well, it might be. It just depends on how that child is now because she's fine now. Mm-hmm. But it she could, doesn't know. But it could she's potentially like be a problem mm-hmm. once he enters. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there's nothing wrong with him wanting to do it. But that's just something that they all got to be like, damn, we might need to be ready for this. I don't think he would be considered a deadbeat dad because a deadbeat dad does nothing. He does take care of his other children. He is a great father to his other children. So I wouldn't label him a deadbeat dad. I wouldn't label him the greatest father in the world. But because obviously what you did to that other child was wrong. I just think the actions are wrong. I wouldn't label him a deadbeat dad. Um, Should he have the right to come back into her life? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to say not necessarily. Like, I felt like you made that decision a long time ago. Because um, that would shake up her life. Yeah. I her think it life. should be. I mean, I know it's built on a lie, but that's been her life. For yeah, I think years. I think he should. Yeah. I, I don't think he should have the mentality of, that's my baby. I'm coming back now. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think he should have that right. I think there should be a conversation had between the parent, her parents, mm-hmm. and the biological father. And I think they should kind of decide. I don't know if it would mix. I feel like I would have to be in a situation to really give that answer, but that's how I feel about it now. Okay. <laughs> she just turned on her look. She should have been on her soapbox today. Come on. Shit up. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Let me get my thoughts together. Um. Okay. I think that the best way for him to approach this situation since he decided to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, would be to, like Ashley was saying, contact the mother and father and state that, hey, I know that I made a mistake when I was 15. I would like to be a part of my daughter's life. You know, I know this is a lot for y'all because y'all built a family. Think about that. Let me know what you think. And at that point, that power could will be completely up to the parents now because you forfeited that mm-hmm. power. You can't come in and disrupt somebody's life Mm-hmm. Because now you choose to be something that you didn't want to be mm-hmm. when you had the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be one part. Do I think that makes you a deadbeat father because you're taking care of your other kids and not this one particular kid? No, I'm glad that you have grown to be a better father. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do believe in, especially when you're willing and want to go and make your right, or, you know, make your wrong or right. I don't, I wouldn't say you're a deadbeat. You just made poor decisions and we tend to do that from time to time. Um, I'm, I'm passionate about this particular topic because this is the topic of my life and my father's life and my sister and my brother and whatever. My dad has other kids before me and my brother and they may have a different version of their father than I have of my father. I think my father is amazing. <laughs> they may not say the same. Mm-hmm. Um, just due to their upbringing. Um, I just think that sometimes we have to be understanding to the fact that people make poor decisions no matter how old they are. Mm-hmm. And if they're willing to come back and be a better person, then I think that we should give them that opportunity to do that so I have this conversation often with people who fathers were not present and it may sound bad because it's like Kisha your daddy was there but I'm like yeah he was for me but he got kids he wasn't and I talked to them kids and I see how that shit worked out so <laughs> I feel like even though I may not personally experience both sides I do see both sides so what I'm saying is is yeah your dad may have been shitty but how do you 
unship yourself if nobody's willing to give you the opportunity to do that. And I'm not going to say it's going to be easy. I'm not going to say people are not going to walk away because there's a lot of shame that comes with that. It's a lot of guilt that comes with that. It's a lot of questions about why weren't you there? Why didn't you love me enough? Why didn't you find in me important enough to reach out? And that shit may not have anything to do with you as a human being. Like how somebody treats you is personal with them. It's some shit they're going through. It, it's not always just about you. And I'm to a place where I can see that. I think sometimes the people who are going through don't always know that. Because it's kind of like, I don't give a fuck. If you love me enough, you would. And I'm not going to disagree with that. Maybe. I don't fucking know. But if somebody is trying to enter into your life and be a better person, then open up some boundaries to allow them to do that. And Y'all know what? The Lord put this together because I'm just including you all on this project that we're going to do. Um, we're gonna find my sister. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I was like, I'm looking like, uh, excuse me. We're gonna find my sister. I don't know if I mentioned, this, but my daddy had ghetto twins. Um, and I don't think he necessarily made the decision not to be in his daughter's life. I think more so the mama just got the fuck on and remarried. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've never met her. I don't know what the fuck she looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, but my other sister, they did um, talk once upon a time. But, like, my same thing with my daddy. He went there really well. No, him and um, my daddy's always been, he's always done the right thing by marrying him. But he's been married quite a few times. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, he was with my other sister's mom. They were married. They got a divorce. Mm-hmm. But I guess once they divorced, I guess yeah. what he did is, like, he, he was always in jail for not paying child support. So, I guess he would be considered a deadbeat dad to her. Um, he wasn't necessarily dead because with me and my brother because financially he was there now the emotional support he couldn't get it to you okay. <laughs> he couldn't get it to you you know yeah. what I mean but yeah like you only give what you yeah and so I've tried mm. like I have really no connection with my father's family so like he didn't give a shit about them we didn't give a shit I mean that's just how we grew up but I've dibbled and dabbled about finding my sister so we gonna do that and then we gonna let y'all know what's up alright I just put y'all in there I'm excited about that. I'm going for a good reunion. Um, so, okay. Me. I'll weigh in on this because I'm on the other side of things here. Oh, um, that's the pendulum swings. Yes, it does. Um, Alright, so is <laughs> is he definitely wrong for being away? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because at any point, three years, six years, six, okay, you could have come back. You could have come. Okay, damn, I fucked up. Let me come back. You know, had other kids. You wait till she's 16 to finally make a decision. Yes, you are completely wrong for that being the reason. That, okay, yeah, you're hurt. Your feelings are hurt. That ain't got nothing to do with that child. That child is not asked to be here. True. All right, bam. Does that make him a deadbeat? I feel like maybe not deadbeat. Maybe a, I'll just say a bad father. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a deadbeat because they they did experience something else those other kids, but a bad father truly you can't be a good father you're not getting good father like you said good father of the year oh no you're not doing that because you can't be a good father if you're not a father to all your children of your children and I being on the other side of that where my father just walked on out and decided to have a whole be with a whole new family because they were already a family and then add to that family 
and forget the family you had, your kids that you had. Um, I would say, okay, so say, you know, he wanted to come back, even if he were alive at this stage in my life. Um, I would let him only because I know that's an important relationship. Mm -hmm. And I do crave that relationship. And although you fucked up all 34 years of my life or, you know, whatever before you pass, I'm still open to it because you're half of me. Mm -hmm. And why wouldn't I want to, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, I would still try. I would at least try. However, I do feel like if I were to say, no, I don't want to try, that's my right. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that would be valid as well. Absolutely. Like, you can't, for okay, don't come blowing up this life. And no, that's where you wanted to be. You stay over there. I feel like now it's up to me. The ball is in my court if I want you in my life or not because you fumbled. Yeah. The first half. And you get to choose how much in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, just to protect yeah. yourself, create boundaries. And I tell mm-hmm. people that who are in that experience, like, just because you let somebody in doesn't mean I have to go into, oh, you're my mom or you're my dad and I love you like the First world. Name, yeah, no, it could be me starting off with, hey, Susie, <laughs> happy birthday or happy Mother's Day. And even if you only get two text messages me from the year that says happy birthday, happy Mother's Day, bitch, that was a start. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. You have yep. to let me control and mm-hmm. protect my boundaries because you have went over them when you left. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I had to build a life without you. So I get to choose. And mm-hmm. I think that's how parents who have left or were not a part of their kids like should enter in. I don't deserve to have this opportunity. I'm grateful that you gave it to me. Uh-huh. What does that look like for you? Uh-huh. Where I'm not overstepping the boundaries. Yep. I can't all of a sudden decide I want to be a parent and be like, well, you got to do X, Y, and Z. Because now it's like, well, where the fuck was you for 30 or 16 years of my life when I need to know what the fuck to do? Mm-hmm. So you, even if you want to, because you are that person now to your other kids where you can tell them that, that's mm-hmm. not the relationship you have with that kid. Mm-hmm. And people have to learn their boundaries. And people have to communicate them to their their parent and I just it's a lot of work and that's why I think a lot of people don't do it um it's a lot of shame it's a Mm -hmm. lot of guilt it's a lot of rejection because nobody likes to be rejected Mm -hmm. and then it's kind of like if you are I'm grown as a human being and I left my kid and I'm trying to come back and you tell me I don't want no parts of you but I feel like you should because I made you it's it's conflict there it's gonna be conflict because Mm -hmm. a lot of older people were taught no matter how shitty your parent is, you love them because they're your parent. That's and that's true. not how we grew. That's not how we growing up now. We like, if you mm-hmm. suck, you suck, nigga. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's it's just different, but it takes both parties to be yeah. involved. And I say that all the time. Like, it's just disheartening to hear people like, well, why they want to come back now? Like, ain't, you know, I've done everything. And I'm like, yeah, you're like 40, but if you live to be 80 and they live for 30 more years, that's 30 more years we could have had a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and the whole point is, is why I feel the way that I feel about this. Like I said, I'm on the other pendulum. Is that what people are saying without really saying is that they do want the relationship. They're just fearful that it won't work. Mm-hmm. So instead of even trying, I'm going to just say no mm-hmm. to protect myself because you took that opportunity away from me a long time ago to do mm-hmm. that. And that's what makes me hurt about that because I'm like, you do want the relationship. You just feel like they're going to do you like they did before and leave. And you don't want... Now you're older and you know how that shit feel. Mm-hmm. So you're like, bitch, if I can protect it, I ain't going to do it on purpose. It's mm-hmm. one thing if I did it by accident, but on purpose. So, you got to be open, people. The therapist said it herself. What? 
Y'all better get this good word. She pawed in the day. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Well, listen, guess day. what? You can hear more of us, right? Because Keisha, where can they listen to us at? We're on YouTube at Shade Podcast. Go like, share, subscribe to the YouTube. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and what are we on? Instagram. TikTok. Oh, and TikTok. Shade Podcast. Boo, we finna go make our little TikTok video. And hit us up on our website. Check it out. Aceshadepodcast.com Oh, if you got questions, email us. Aceshadepodcast at gmail. Bye. All right, y'all. Peace.